I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's going to be a good day here on CBS Sports Radio. It's Mraz, it's bogus here. A beautiful, beautiful Wednesday, Bogues. We still have Champ and Chump coming up a little bit later on this hour. Next hour, Stun to a News, and I can tell you Chris Lepresti stewing out in the newsroom has a heck of a Stun to a News for us. Does he? It was a story I think I wanted to talk about regardless of Stun to a News, so we're going to bring it to you in Stun to a News. And on this note, I should thank, I, I have been more than usual overrun by stunned suggestions from the listeners, so I appreciate all you guys sending them to me. I've... Started to hand them out to everybody who's doing my job while you and I are sitting here. So, Or I'm going to have them all to myself when I get back in the updates here next Tuesday. So nice. if you're waiting to hear your stunned suggestion, <laughs> we've got a backlog. So it's coming at some point. It's coming, baby. It's coming. Um, our poll question of the day is a very longly worded, and that's my fault, because I worded it that way, poll question. Essentially, the premise is this. If you get hired by a job and your company offers the entire company uh, a selection of free tickets to an event. Should you feel comfortable enough asking for them? Immediately, in the, like, the first week the first of week employment. In, or re-employment. Yeah. So the backstory on that is Kevin Walls returned to CBS Sports Radio, Bon Jovi's biggest fan. That's right. And he is here, and he already has attended a free event from our company in the first week he was back. Did you do a Bon Jovi song recently in Canadian Bacon? Shot through the Reinhardt. And you're too late. You gave goals a bad name. Girls, what's my weakness? Goals. Goals. Canadian Bacon, by the way, not returning until Monday morning? Yeah, and then again, a bonus day of prep for whoever's going to do it on Monday. Bonus. All right. Yesterday, Bogues, I had an on-air idea. You know what we say? We're ideas guys around here. You in particular. Yeah. No, you had an idea last hour. The one. Whatever it was. I already forgot what it was. <laughs> but it was an idea. A good tweet, bad tweet. And then Wall just destroyed it. Yeah. Stupid Wall will learn the games again. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah. Did I do that one well? Oh! I did it! Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Okay. <laughs> Derek White hits that buzzer beater on Saturday almost incredibly. And first, before we talk about it, Bogus, you showed me there was a wedding video yes. out. Okay, explain this wedding video. And by the way, maybe if we find it, I'll, I'll retweet it at Mraz CBS. You can play along at home. I definitely retweeted this. it. You so retweeted I, it. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's a nice, fancy wedding, and there's a bunch of dudes in their tuxes sitting around a, a fancy table at a reception hall, and they're like good guys would. They're watching the end of of the heat game of game six on their phones and they're sitting and they, and they're standing and they watch Marcus smarts three go in the air. And as it rims out, they go nuts. Everyone's singing and dancing. 
somehow the wedding already, I guess, because they're, they're, they're Heat super fans, the wedding had a Heat, heat flag. <laughs> so there's a person running with the Heat flag. Like you would see if you go to an NBA game, the court, like right. in, in between commercials. Yeah, the Heat, like, yeah, the Heat Arena crew was at this wedding. They've got like a smoke gun they're shooting off. They're going bonkers. We won. Let's go, Heat. And then the last frame of the video is the guy, the one guy who's still looking at the phone, and his face is broken because he now knows that Derek White had the putback, and this entire celebration was completely a waste of time. Insane. So people thought this was fake. I don't think it's fake at all. First of all, to get a whole wedding to act, it would just be the incredible amount of finances you would need to pull off that. Yeah, the idea was that they like went back and, and like redid this. But that entails every like they were there was a wedding and they decided to be funny after the fact, but that's a lot of pre planning. Right. right. And you would be, by the way, if you're at a wedding filming a guy watching and seeing a celebration. Yeah, like, of course. Thinking they're gonna win went, and, right. win the East and get back to the finals, you'd be filming this the potential celebration. And I'm gonna hammer this point home. You, this happened when I argued with the fans in San Diego over the final four Padres thing. It happened when I made the case about Christmas Day football being stupid. I keep getting this thrown in my face whenever I have a problem with the way games air or, you know, double-tasking. You know, it's so easy to stream and watch a game on your phone these days. You really have no excuse. Just watch it at the dinner table, like, down on the phone. This is exactly my point. Guys, when you're watching a game on a two-inch screen on your phone, it is not the same as sitting down and watching on TV. It's not. And these guys... Because they're sitting there where they leaned up against a water cup or a champagne flute yeah. at a wedding. This thing crashed down. They, they, they're barely squinting at the screen. They can't see so clearly that there was a follow-up. And they don't have game sound on because the DJ's blaring. So, of course, you missed the hold on. Wait a minute. Derek White's hit it in. So, stop telling me it is so easy to watch. Now, it's great to have that as a companion in emergencies. Last year, I was at a wedding during a Ranger-Carolina playoff game that I did not want to be at. Guess what? I was on the dance floor watching the game. But don't tell me I had the same experience watching the game. I would have much rather been watching the game at home. All right. I say this to say that's an incredible moment. These people at the wedding will always remember this moment. But we brought up yesterday, now that the Celtics didn't really lose game seven, <laughs> Derek White hits a buzzer beater in game six. It felt like the biggest deal in the world. It felt. I saw tweets from people in Boston saying Derek White will have a statue <laughs> outside of TD Garden. A statue! <laughs> A statue. Think about the legends the Celtics have had play there. Hey, Bill Russell, Larry Bird, Derek White's going to have a statue. And it brought up the point. Is anybody going to remember that he had this buzzer beater? And we debated big moments in sports. We brought up the curse catch in that Super Bowl with the Seahawks. We, you brought up Andy Chavez. People's, New York, that's a big one because yeah. the Mets have this amazing catch. They end up losing game seven of the NLCS. And it's something anytime a sports moment happens in New York like this, we bring up Andy Chavez. But I think curse is a better one because everybody remembers that Super Bowl. And there's other moments in history where this has happened. And Derek White is just another log on that fire. Nobody is going to remember it. At least that was my belief. And yesterday, the conversation continued on CBS Sports Radio. Robert Ory. Stu Kovacs was able to book Robert Ory in the middle of running the stream and the board. So we alluded to yesterday. He gets Big Shot Bob on. And Big Shot Bob is ass. By Emmett P, Maggie and Perloff, about how that Derek White shot will be remembered. Derek White's buzzer beater game six. 
Is this like an all-timer, or how are we going to remember it? Because ultimately, the Celtics lost the series. Dad, you just said it. <laughs> when you lose the series, it don't really mean much because it was for not. Even though it was a great play by him, but unfortunately, they lost the series. So it won't be remembered it, 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 because the way, especially against an eight seed, an eight seed knocking off your two seed. So there's so many things that's going to downplay that shot. So... I hate it for him, but they're not going to remember it. He's right. Yeah. And that's the guy who's hit a lot of big shots, won titles. He's right. It feels, because we're still a less than a week removed from where we all sat on Saturday night, Memorial Day weekend when the jaws dropped, going, oh, my goodness, the Celtics once down 3-0. And so, oh, no, I can't even finish my thought. As, Which, as Robert Ory's talking, I go, you know what? I haven't seen the Jermaine Curse catch in a while. So I Google it, I pull it up, NFL.com, top 10 catches of all time. It's number six. They play the highlight, and guess who's the first talking head to break it down? Damon Amendolara. DA on the NFL top 10. So it's the number six greatest catch in NFL history, according to NFL Network. Yep. Okay, so there you go, and that moment didn't matter because nope. all that game's remembered for is not curse catching the ball. It's Butler picking it off because they didn't run with Marshawn. Yep. That's exactly what happened here. Derek White won't be remembered. We'll remember that the Celtics no-showed in Game 7. In fact, in fact, I think there's a really good chance we forget when thinking about the Celtics getting blown out in home at Game 7, and you talk about the Celtic era, Tatum, Brown, okay, everything that's gone into it, there is a good chance we remember them being blown out in Game 7 at home and forget that they got it back to a Game 7 by originally being down 3-0 in the series. Yeah, it's like well, it's like the the butterfly effect, right? They For for Derek White's shot to live for forever, Yeah, I actually think they had to win the whole thing, not just have won Game 7 to get to the finals. Yes. They'd have to win the title so that that shot could be, this is what got them to the title. So even if they had won Game 7, then lost to the Nuggets, it would have taken a significant hit in people's memories. And that's, so it's 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 got nothing left now. Yeah, And no. if the Nuggets win, you're just going to go, Nuggets beat the Heat, and that's it. Now, if Miami wins, the story of Miami winning the whole thing maybe breathe a little more life into the Derek White shot because it's part of Miami's almost... They survived it. Right, almost blowing the 3-0 lead in the okay. conference final, and then they upset the Nuggets as one of the greatest all-time postseason runs. The okay. White shot stays with some cachet in that conversation, but if the Nuggets win this series, only Derek White will remember that shot. You're probably right. You're probably right. And I think there's certain things that are different, right? I think that... It hap- I think the game itself in football has to end. Like, the curse play happens and the team loses the game. I think in basketball, it's about losing the series. You know what I mean? Like, football-wise, for instance, Andrew Luck orchestrates that amazing comeback. Or the Bills with Frank Reich have that amazing comeback. Um, the Niners, the Trey Junking, the amazing comeback. Mm. None of those teams who had those amazing playoff comebacks won Super Bowls. But I don't think it minimizes those moments because they won an individual playoff game in a sport that's won and done. Is that fair? Yeah, right, yes. Like, those moments will live on forever even though those teams didn't get championships. So because yeah, it is like winning the series, right. winning one NFL right. game. So the idea that they lost the actual series that this white moment happened in, I think makes a huge difference. Like, for instance, um, I'll give you a Yankee one. 
2001 World Series, Mr. November. Derek Jeter hits the home run. The team wins the mm. game. They lose the series. Who cares about that moment now? Now, I know there was extra, you know, stuff around that. New York feeling good, 9-11. When, also, like we, what we said yesterday, Derek White is not Derek Jeter. So, like, in Jeter, when you're talking, is an all-timer, obviously. Right. His story is going to be told, and that will be part of it. Those home runs, with the caveat of, oh, they actually didn't win that one. Like, Derek White's not going to be a historical NBA player. No. On his own, outside of that shot where you're all oh, remember Derek White. Oh, remember game six in the conference right. finals. So there's just, there's not going to be a need to talk about, I think, unfortunately for him, Derek White in general, and then specifically the game six putback. And, and that, and that at its core, that's why I just find that moment so amazing because, I mean, I, like, you don't want to do Twitter as the end all be all, but, you know, that's kind of like the world's great chat room, right? I mean, Saturday night, I get home. We had a nice little, you know, family out and get the kids to bed. I was home in time for the second half of that game. I was listening to the first half of the ride home on the radio. Sitting down and watching that game, I was by myself. And I, I just, I sat there almost stunned for 10 minutes at what I had seen. And to think about living in that moment, and I'm not even a Celtic fan or a Heat fan, just a sports fan. I, it felt like the NBA world was locked in, even on a holiday weekend. To think about that moment being meaningless now, just a couple of days later. Is kind of wild. I just find that that wild to me. Right. I mean, and in the immediate aftermath, I mean, I I thought instantly, like, don't even play Game Seven. The Heat are not coming back from yeah. this. I thought pretty quickly the Heat would be okay and win, and I definitely thought that by Sunday morning. But you're right. I mean, that that's a collective thought everybody had, which yeah. was, I mean, that's an unbelievable. Moment. You could even make the case people thought the Celtics would now go beat Denver. Like that was going right. to be the moment that lived forever in Celtic lore. At the very least, that seemed like the conference finals winning shot. Yeah. Because it was going to lead to a game seven that couldn't have matched that. And that moment would have been where the series was decided. But apparently it, it was just in the wrong direction because the Heat had the perfect reaction to it. One too many oopsies tweets in Bogues at Morass CBS. The Derek White buzzer beater is just like the Jay Crowder buzzer beater for the Suns. No one remembers it. And I could tell you, I don't remember the Jay Crowder buzzer, but when was that? Right. Was that the year they made the finals? Was that this year? I don't remember any of this. I mean, it had to be the finals year because oh, right. it was, otherwise yeah. it wouldn't it wouldn't matter at all. It wouldn't be worth remembering. It had to be that, that year, but I don't remember any specifics about it. I don't it. either. So one too many oopsies is right. Yeah. Clearly that was a big deal to Suns fans. Leaving here yesterday, because as you mentioned with the Andy Chavez catch, I feel like this conversation immediately takes you to like the worst case moments or even the best case for your teams. And the Tyree and the Manningham catches popped into my head. Yeah. That thank God neither one of those losses is on this list. Yes. Yeah, they're unbelievable. Like imagine if the Tyree catch put the Giants got the Giants ahead and then they gave up points and lost to the Patriots. I, I think it would be forgotten like the curse play. Yeah. Instead, it's maybe the greatest Super Bowl catch right up there with San Antonio Holmes of all time. And mm-hmm. the Manningham's right there, which is kind of unbelievable from Giant fan point of view. They probably have Two of the top five Super Bowl catches of all time. Although I still think the Eli throw to Manningham is totally. the better part of the play. Totally. But you know how it, it's yeah. going to get graded down. The dragging of the feet and everything. Those two Super Bowls is unbelievably epic. Yeah, that's that sports. And that's why we do what we do, right? We, we talk about the moments. It was nice to talk about with Bogish. We had moments. DJ Tommy D <laughs> tweets in. Can I ask DA a couple questions at 9 a.m.? First off, congratulations are in order. Second... Who out of all the listeners would be the perfect babysitter? And out of curiosity, does the baby already have a full set of teeth? DA becomes daddy mm. DA. Uh, I could tell you there's no way the baby has a full set of teeth because that takes a little bit. 
I was looking at my daughter Peyton yesterday, who's a year and a half old, and I'm I'm not convinced all her teeth are ever going to grow. Ever? I mean, she's got like a missing middle part. It's like, ah, I don't know what's going They're on. They're all over the place. There's nothing consistent. Yeah. There's, there's a go in a straight line. You know that. But a listener to be a good babysitter? I think Carla with a K would, coming oh, off of yesterday's it's call. a good one. Mariana, I think, would be a good one. Adriana would be a good one. Mm-hmm. No, I, I mean, we haven't this, named a man yet. I know. I was going to say, maybe this is very sexist. The first people that come to mind, I just don't trust the men that listen to the show. Tommy Topspin seems um, reliable. Let me tell you something about Tommy Topspin. Okay. First of all, I'll get to his tweet in a couple minutes. Tommy Topspin felt like a troll on social media for a long time. He came to the Bob's Bar show last year. Yeah. One of the couple listeners that made the trip out. He could not have been any more a normal human being. And I say that in the like most complimentary way possible. Sure. Does he root for the Celtics and Cowboys, two teams I hate? And, and he roots for the Mets? Sure. But that doesn't make him a bad person. He brought donuts. He hung out. And you could just tell, like, having beers with him. Oh, this dude's just like, yeah, he's a regular guy. Like, if, if Tommy Topspin was my next-door neighbor, I guarantee we would hang out all the time. That's right. I think that's a guy that can have that. Now, he also tweeted a picture earlier, Bogish, asking to grade his mulch job. Fr- freshly mulched front gardens, front gardens has it look. And homeowners out there, it looks fine. Here's the problem. It's brown mulch. I think you go black mulch or bust as a homeowner these days, don't you? What's the bogus ass I've doing? never made the mulch decision myself, so I, I got to abstain from this conversation. Your wife does? Uh, I got a guy. And he just decides what he's going to bring over? Yeah. Brown mulch? You know what? To be honest, I don't currently have mulch on my property. I got one around my house. Really? What do you do with your flower beds or whatever you got in there? So I just have, like, topsoil. I don't have – there is no mold. There's well, no stinky mold around my house. Front of your house, you yeah. have, like, hostas plants, a little tree, anything like that? Uh, I like, have, how do you decorate the front of your house? Well, we have mostly grass. Okay. And then there's one little, like, underneath the front window – there's like, I don't know, like three or four bushes and then one tree. And in those bushes and tree, you don't pour mulch onto them? Uh, no. So the mulch also serves as very in-depth. It smells terribly, which I, so I would uh, know if we only, had only it. Only for the first day. But I, So I would know if we had it. It serves a coating. It does make the flowers bloom a little nicer. It, it pretties up your property. But brown mulch, Tommy, come on. You can do better than that. You can do better than that. All right, that's been your uh, homeowner hot take of the day. Thank from God Morass. you're here for that. All right, <laughs> It's me and Bogus. DA going to join us in a little less than two hours from right now. When we come back, though, should the Saints be using John Gruden to help Derek Carr? It's the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. One Too Many Oopsies also just tweeted in the video of the Crowder buzzer beater. It was Game 2 Western Conference Finals a couple years ago when they went to the finals. And Crowder has his tip in. Breen goes nuts at the end. I don't even remember that moment, but... It's also game two, I guess a little different than a game six. It's early in the series, but they do lose the NBA Finals. Even that, though, even if the Suns were to have beat the Bucks in the NBA Finals, I don't know that a game two, when you already lead a series one game to none in the Western Conference Final buzzer beater, is the same thing as what happened with Derek White. It's not. It's not. I mean, Derek White prevented the Celtics season from ending in right. that moment. Other players we talked about, Derek Fisher yesterday, like four-tenths of a second left, caught it, falling out of bounds, hit it in San Antonio, Lakers over the Spurs, pushed them forward. Then they didn't win the finals. The Andy Chavez catch again. That's game seven NLCS. Yeah. it's a It becomes a double play. Mets are trying to win. I mean, it's a, it's a tremendous catch by itself. You factor in the setting. It's not the same thing, a game two buzzer beater. A lot of title runs or non-title runs, have individual cool moments. But this is like Derek White's shot could have been an all-timer. Right. Jay Crowder's three was never going to be an all-time shot. Right. Yeah, I feel bad that I didn't remember it, but that's also probably why. Yes. And, the great, and, the great, and by the way, was that a game two? I'm going to guess that game was like probably 1 a.m. Right. He's, Definitely after midnight. Asleep. Right. Probably asleep. So, anyway, how about John Gruden? He who should not be named of the NFL world, I guess. Um, Obviously, steps down or loses his job with the Raiders after some emails are uncovered. And uh, Chucky reemerged last week. A little bit of Chucky sighting in New Orleans, maybe? A little bit? How about that? New impersonation? Yeah, I don't know. new? Yeah. Okay. So John Gruden showed... A little Presti's had it. I don't even know what that's from. I yeah, think that's I'm, what I was trying to figure guy. out. Yeah, family Stewie, guys. Right? Yeah. Stewie, right? Yeah. Yes, that's uh, it. that's yeah. why I was looking at. It. I was like, that sounds familiar. I knew I, even as okay. I was doing it. I'm like, I know this from somewhere. Yeah, got it. I got it. Uh, John Gruden, who this is where you wish DA was here, so he could do the Gruden impersonation, which would quickly, you know, become the Bears guy. Right. It's quickly eating a sausage in Chicago exactly. with a bear sweater on. He shows up and he sa- attends several practices with Dennis Allen and the Saints, and. People starting to notice when they're showing up the Saints practice, why is John Gruden here? Why is John, John Gruden basically is persona non. You can do it. Oh, boy. Think, sound it out. <laughs> Joe LaCobb. <laughs> persona non grata. Yes. Wow. Look at you. First I, try. I had to think about that deep. I, I was going there in the NFL. But. Dennis Allen is defending his being there because, quote, he's there to help Derek Carr along. So Dennis Allen and Gruden have a past relationship. Gruden clearly has a relationship with Derek Carr from their time with the Raiders. And Gruden brought in. Now, I'm both ways on this. On one hand, I say, 
I mean, does Derek Carr really need John Gruden at this stage in his career to help him along in, in you know, learning the Saints offense and being basically a liaison between him and Dennis Allen? Who, by the way, Dennis Allen draft, was part of the drafting of Derek Carr. Does he really need Gruden there? On the other hand, if it's not a real coaching job where he's back in the NFL, he has a relationship with the player and the other coach. I mean, shouldn't the Saints be in a position where anything they think that can help Carr move this process along and make them a contender help? So I hate to be wishy-washy, not have a firm take either way, but I guess overall is I understand the outrage and backlash, but I also understand why the Saints are doing it, folks. So my confusion is is specifically football. What's John Gruden helping Derek Carr with that the Saints staff can't do? Because is Pete Carmichael running John Gruden's offense? Like I don't like why is John? I I know, I know John Gruden and Derek Carr's relationship from the from the Raiders. Yeah, but how is John Gruden helping Derek Carr right now to learn how to be the Saints quarterback? The term is liaison because actually the way Dennis Allen put it. He's more helping Dennis Allen, um, and this makes Derek Carr almost sound bad. Or look well, that's bad. this is my point. Yeah. So, like, he's he, more of Dennis Allen, I guess, pick the brain and you know, kind of learn Derek Carr more so than Derek Carr learning Dennis Allen. But it's also Gruden was spot on the field, basically like doing snaps with Derek Carr and showing right. him stuff. So that's that's why I don't get here. Like somewhere in this, if it's about him, like literally working football at Derek Carr, like there's. Something mean is being said about one of these people involved, whether the coaches can't mm. get through to Derek Carr or like Carr's not listening to them and they haven't even been in a mandatory mini camp yet. And John Gruden's, and I know coaches will do this traveling road show, they'll go to place to place, but usually it's like, because here's my system and here's how this works. Yeah. And that doesn't sound like what this is. It's almost like they needed help getting to Derek Carr or having Derek Carr. Understand May and they're already them help? Yeah, how could Derek Carr be somebody that's hard to understand either? He right, seems like I don't kind of genuine. That's what I'm missing. And as far as I, I look, so maybe it's all cocky pop, as they say, and this is their way of like making themselves not look bad. I, I, poppycock, I think, is what you're going for there. What did he say? Cocky pop. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Poppycock is, would be correct. All right. I think one co- for two. Yeah. We've done cocky pop on the air before. Well, uh. you've probably said it incorrectly, and we okay. corrected you once, and <laughs> you went right back to it here. Okay. Yeah. That'd be my guess. Well, your guess is as good as mine. I don't know if this answers your question, Bogish, but isn't it that it's a similar system to what Gruden runs, but it's a Sean Payton offense, which he made his own after getting it from Gruden. It's a version of the West Coast offense. So yeah? I, mean, I was looking at Pete Carmichael, well, well, who's the OC, has never had a, a, a direct uh, Gruden connection. Yeah. But like it, that would at least make sense if Gruden was coming in to try. But again, that then he's now. So this is what I take out of it. And I think, just thinking out loud, Dennis Allen must be just actually a crappy head coach. Right. A defensive guy, too. So. Yeah, like, he doesn't get it. He's swimming upstream. Probably a lot of pressure from from the Saints ownership group on Dennis Allen. They better win this division this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colin Gruden. Gruden's the car guy. Let's all have some fun here. The car guy. I like that. Yeah. And, it just and, sounded I mean, yeah. I know. I get it. You're, you're not even trying to make a pun yeah. there. Going right past me now. I'm not yeah. even listening. Good. <laughs> Well, all I know is this, man. The Saints, they're heading in one direction. Oh, God. 
All right, that's it. Now you're cut off for this hour. I let the car one slide because I don't think that was intentional. His name's Derek Carr. I know, but like I'm saying, you do, I don't think you <laughs> you just said car guy. I don't think you actually were making reference to like, an, like a count. car salesman. Right, it doesn't count. But now you've used your one direction, so that's it. All right, now so we'll, you're done till next hour. We'll let you have at it. Okay. End of an era in the Bay Area as Bob Myers has stepped down from his role as Warriors president and GM Mears, for NBA championships. <laughs> At least I didn't get that one wrong. And a pair of Executive of the Year awards said he's just not all in the way he needs to be to do the job the right way and unsure what's next for him as well. I don't know. I've never stopped. I've never really stopped going. I went right from an agent to this. Uh, I went to law school at night after college. I just, I've just, my whole life has been like, Maybe it'll be good for me to sit still. I don't know how good I'll be at it, but I've actually never done it. Are there of you guys good sit still guys, by the way? Not as much as you'd think. See, that fascinates me, these people who when they, they get to the either retirement or the other side of a job and like don't they can't they don't know what to do. Like they have to do something. For somebody like me that watches a lot of T V movies and sports, you would think that I pride myself yeah. on a sit still guy. But there's so many times and maybe this is recently for me. Where I start to sit still and I start going, like, I don't have anything to do right now. Or, like, the idea of, like, we have no plans for a weekend coming up sounds great. Until on Saturday morning, it's like, what are we doing? Well, also, but you have young kids in the house. You need something to do. Okay, but like, that's what this, I said, so maybe it's a Bob, recent thing Bob for me. Myers is, you know, pushing 50, you know? Like, he goes home. Get, get, get. The idea that you can't just be for a little while fascinates but, me. But so I guess the question is, what is just being? Because if he could go home, there's going out fishing. There's go like there's actually right. doing relaxing things. Yeah. Other than just I'm gonna binge uh, Love and Death on Max. <laughs> now I I can definitely say with confidence that if I was like to win the lottery tomorrow, I would quit this job immediately. Would yeah. you still come to Bob's bar? Yes. Okay. But as a fan, I'd bring donuts. Okay. I'd show up and taunt Pete. Yeah, I would too. I, would I do be not done. need to keep working. Now, now, notice you said this job. Well, I was going to say, would mm. I call a Fordham soccer game every once in a while just right. to do something? Yes. Yeah, get out of the house. Yeah. But I would not need to work every single day. I, I could be good at being pseudo lazy, yeah. not doing nothing, but I don't need a daily chore or no. a daily Especially event. When, I've thought about this too. Because my wife was like, you love your job. You have a great job. And I do. But. Why would I want to wake up at four in the morning every exactly. day? Well, that's why to I was come curious. talk to Moist Pork yeah. if I got you know <laughs> half a half a bill in the bank. right and every day. Like if yeah. the pork store still existed, maybe honestly every every one Saturday giant one giant. There you go. I pop in. I do a half an hour in the Giants every week. Done for the day. That's it. Pete out on the phone. Yeah, good to go. Oh man, honestly, I get that nobody would root for me to win the lottery, but if you want me to win the lottery and like root for something. Pete in scramble mode for two weeks with me not giving two weeks notice back. <laughs> All right. That's Having to run thing. the show by himself. That might be worth me winning the lottery for everybody. There's also this. <laughs> if Bilotti was to win the lottery, I could see him actually continuing to work both of his jobs because he wouldn't want anyone to know that he won <laughs> because then he'd expect everyone to come with asking for handouts, <laughs> yeah, for true. help. He'd want to keep it a secret. He would enjoy none of it. He would also, I think, look to buy some of the radio stations and think that he could then run them. Right. Oh, boy. That's a losing proposition. Free on the Bellotti app. Losing proposition for the employees, too. Wow. (laughs) That's an entirely different story. Uh, As far as Myers' replacement goes, sounds like uh, majority owner Joe Lacob wants to get his sons involved. There's also Mike Dunleavy Jr., who's been working in Golden State's basketball operations department. Myers on board with that option. I told him if that's what he wants then I'm all fully supportive. Um, so it'll help with Draymond. 
<laughs> he needs it. That might be a job in and of itself. As for Lacob, while he said nothing but glowing things about Myers, they'll have to move on and move forward. We're going to win no matter what. I don't care what the rules are. We are going to figure out a way to do it. That's what good organizations do. They figure out a way to win the game. And our game is to win games and to win championships. I love that. Our game is to win games. <laughs> going to win the game. Our game is to win games. Also of note, according to multiple reports, the Knicks will not be extending the contract of general manager Scott Perry. Uh, he had an expiring deal, been working under President Leon Rose and executive VP World Wide West this season, had been the GM since 2017-18. Baseball, Aaron Judge, home run number 18 as the Yankees beat up the Mariners in Seattle 10-2. In L.A., Freddie Freeman doing his thing against a former division rival. Now Freeman with a shot to deep left center field. That's on its way, and that's gone. Freddie Freeman continues to be impossibly hot. His 10th home run of the year tonight with four hits. That's Charlie Steiner on Dodgers Radio, 4 for 5 with the homer, extending his hitting streak to 19 games. Dodgers took care of the Nationals 9 to 3. Astros dumped the Twins 5 to 1 while the Cubs edged the Rays 2 to 1 and in Boston the struggles continued for the Red Sox. Barrero waits on the 2-0 pitch. Here it is. And he hits this one high and deep, and you can kiss that baby goodbye. That is off the light standard. A grand slam for Jose Barrero here at Fenway, and there is the dagger. I found it. Red's radio. <laughs> Maybe a little understated okay. for a That's slam. That's pretty good. But is that then, Jeff Brantley, the uh, former pitcher? It might be. I'm not sure. I, I did I not see is. the name in there. But he kind of touched the money there at the end and it almost backfired. It was 8 nothing Cincinnati in the seventh. They had to hold on I like for a 9-8 win over Boston. Meantime, you've got the uh, media rights story with Diamond Sports Group slash Bally Sports yeah. decided not to pay the Padres their latest rights fee a couple weeks ago. Had until the end of a grace period Tuesday to make the team whole and maintain their agreement no dice. So last night's Padres-Marlins game, which was a 9-4 San Diego victory, the last game under the Bally Sports umbrella. Moving forward through the end of the season, at least MLB will air Padres games through its streaming service and on different cable channels. So you can get the games through the MLB TV app for free so, through Sunday. And then after that, they start charging fans uh, 20 bucks a month or 75 for the rest of the regular season. Oh, okay. So I missed that part. This is the way I interpreted this shakeup. So if you have... The MLB TV app, for now, it's free, right? Or if you paid for it. Well, like if you're a Padres fan who's, hey, the games aren't on Bally, it's going to MLB TV. They're giving you through Sunday to free. just... Right. But if you are an MLB TV subscriber where we usually get the games locally blacked out, yeah, you will not have Padre games blacked out if you've already paid for MLB correct. TV. That's correct, yeah. But they are also in local markets, insert... You know, let's just pick a random cable station. You know, okay, TLC is going to, you know, we're going to put the game on here this night. They then have to pay to who? Baseball? No, no, no. They're, no. So, like, DirecTV, whoever has cable. Yeah. I saw a, a graphic this morning. It's going to be on random channels that don't exist right now. It's just going to be there. You're not paying extra for watching so some, on TV. Let's say you have channel 601 is not a real channel. Now you get it on that. Yeah, the DirecTV one I noticed is like channel 656-3, huh. which okay. I've run into trying to find like old, when when they have, there's too many games on one channel. Right, they start the creating new here. ones. Yep, I have DirecTV so, as well. Yep. So that's how you're going to find the Padre game, and that's where it's going to live for the rest of the year. Okay. The only thing that costs money is the MLB.tv subscription. So what? that's just a money grab. They're putting it on there so you go, oh, this app is cool. Yeah. I like this. 
let me give you 80 bucks for the rest of the year right. for everybody or just 20 bucks for the Padres. Right. I mean, I love MLB For cord TV. cutters. And I've never understood why people complain that their local games blocked out on MLB TV. I mean, there was baseball packages basically our whole lives. That's the way it works. You buy everything yeah. everywhere else. I used to be able to, ha- I used to have the connection where I could get the fancy, like I'd, I'd pay for it yeah. and then i email the guy and he would like bump up my thing to like the, I don't know, it's the employee one. And I no blackouts. Oh, wow. Which was nice. Wow. I don't mind. I like watching, the, especially now that the games are faster. I like watching all the games on MLB. There you go. So you got... Uh, Chris was really interested there. there you yes. Go. Yes. I got one more story for you, which I want to get your take on because of something Ooh. that's connected to it. So Ooh. you've got uh, NCAA tournament baseball-wise coming up this weekend. One of the regionals in Lexington. And they're having issues with the hotel availability <laughs> for the fans and the teams. Um, so they have the Railbird Music Festival, massive event. You got country stars there. You got state high school playoffs for softball, baseball, track and field. And there's also the Great American Brass Band Festival in <laughs> nearby Danville, oh. which draws more than 40,000 people each year. No! So limited availability with hotel rooms within 30 miles of the <laughs> campus. So fans and teams having issues. You've got West Virginia, Kentucky, obviously, Indiana and Ball State in that regional, which begins on Friday. Uh, So a lot of the teams are opting to stay in the dorm rooms on campus rather than go to hotels that could be upwards of an hour away. Now, the key here is that the dorm rooms that the teams are using are said to be apartment-like suites that are rivaling, if not better, than some of the local hotel accommodations. So you hear dorm and you think, oh, these poor kids. Yeah, I was going with cinder block room, no air conditioning. Sounds like they're going to be okay. I can't stand this era of college kids with this. I can't stand this. So there's actually a couple things I want to hit on there. Number one, if you're one of the 40,000 people attending a brass band festival, like I don't like calling people losers. It is Kentucky. You're a loser. Tell me again about your flag football Super Bowl championship. (laughs) One day. I'm not not booking a hotel room to watch a bunch of people play the trumpets. No, but you had a sexy photo shoot with the trophy. Okay, I'm not normal and either. And you shared it with us. At least I accomplished something. Like, Susan, let's go to Lexington. I hear the big tuba players there, and we're going to have a good time. That's where we found Morty. Brass band. Railbird Music Festival sounds more. That's cool. That's, that's real. That's like real yeah. bands playing. That's cool. Um, and, like, look, if you like playing the, the trombone, good for you. I just don't think 40,000 people should be booking hotel rooms to see you. Hey. As far as the dorms go. Look, I understand that I didn't go away to college. I had some a bad read on thinking I had to shower with a bunch of other people. I didn't like the idea of communal showers. <laughs> I had a bad read. Uh, turns out that was not the case. You, you didn't do get miss your own coverage. Showers. <laughs> I, I was under the impression you'd show up and everybody shares a shower at the end of the hall. Oh, uh, that's what I had freshman oh, year. Oh, okay, so there was communal I didn't communal get showers. in the shower with other people, but it was No, a, I kind of thought it was like eight people showering yeah. at once. No, it was a common bathroom right, for, but the, but for you the hall. Right, but privacy. Yeah, you had no, the I curtain you, and... Yeah. yeah, no, like eight shower heads in a row and you're under there like it's a gym... I mean, yes, but each one had its own yeah, no, curtain. He, he thought section. it was like a Skinamax like locker room gotcha. scene. Yeah, just a no. wall that was of what shower heads. Bunch of dudes, yeah. you know, uh, professional. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. If yeah. you want to know what's wrong with today's kids, the idea <laughs> that a lot of these colleges have transformed and they all go by the time you sophomore, Joe, I'm going to get the big suite apartment with yeah. my friends, and those are the dorms that count. And then there are the parents footing the bill for these kids to live the high life no, no, no. Ain't going to happen in my house. All yeah, right? Okay. My daughters, I got news for you. You want to go away to school and leave the nest? You are staying in the cinder block freshman dorm rooms all four years. Daddy's not footing the bill for you to go sit in some kind of suite where you're all sharing a nice living room and doing this, that, and the other thing. 
These kids need to learn the value of a dollar. And kids aren't learning the value of a dollar anymore. You also might want to learn things about college. They're all stuck up. I I can't stand kids anymore. I'd like to see him go to, like, you know, the res life people and say, listen, my kid stays in the freshman dorm all four years. And if I hear one more person ask me or tell me when I walk with the kids and, you know, oh, you're working more shifts, you've got to save up for college. Yeah. No. How about I got to pay my bills? I got to live my life. Because you know what my kids are going to do? They're going to get a little uh, sandpaper on their hands. They're going to pay student loans like I did. <laughs> and they're going to pay them forever. My daddy's paying for college. What are you, out of your I, mind? I, you might want to listen to a couple of those people because if unless this whole thing shifts and breaks apart, you're going to need loans and savings yeah. to pay for college. Like, I still paid loans, and my fa- my parents still had saved money for college or you're going to have a lot of pork store money, and it'll be uh, fine either way. But you're my, my dad both. paid for, like, Don't the, shun those, whatever they're called, like 539s or whatever. You need those bad boys. If you're having loans cover all of the room and board and tuition, yes. they're going to be paying those back for the rest of their yes, lives. Yes, but that's why they're getting the cinder block room. Also, we're cutting costs. I got news for you. The cinder block room costs a lot of money, too. Yeah. And, and as then, you know what? You commute like daddy. My parents paid for like the first year of community college and basically told me, kick rocks now, kid, figure it out. You got a, a 0.97 GPA. Wow. And I, I, I grinded to my knuckles. 0.97. I grinded. <laughs> I was on academic probation every year I was in college. Yeah. And in nine of ten simulations, you're still working at Subway. You've stumbled into <laughs> DA money here and rescued yourself. That's... That, He's Chris on Is that pump. what you want for your oh daughters? Making no. footlongs? No, but you know what? Then go to a trade school. Be a mechanic. I'll have my daughter turn a wrench. <laughs> Here's an idea. Or have them be earn really... a scholarship yeah, by being a say, good basketball right, player. Good, oh, I was going to say a good student. You go in basketball? Okay. <laughs> this is why we work on sports every day in the backyard. How's she didn't blow up practice it? yesterday. Oh, she she did showed not. up? She showed up. She And working good. She's using both feet. Maybe right. pick a different sport. Not a lot of height in your family, right? Oh, Taylor's 99th percentile. Right yeah. now. So is my son, and I'm 5'7". So. Oh, she's going she's gonna to run the floor. Wait, oh, was yesterday yeah. soccer practice or basketball practice? Yesterday was soccer. Peyton's into the basketball right now. Okay, and she's 18 months old? Yep. She's uh, 19 months old. It's good. You and she learned how to sing yeah. happy birthday this week. Gino Oriema's making visits. Already. Unofficial. Yeah. Look, that's, and I'm going to tell these girls. You think, otherwise, you stay <laughs> He's home. He's coming to Bob's bar show to run into them in the hallway. <laughs> you stay home and you produce one giant step if you ain't going away to college. <laughs> Uh, anything one else? last thing. I, think I don't think room and board's a menu. I think it's you pay it and you live where you where you live. Right. No, these some of these kids go out of the way. My dad's flipping the bill for my apartment, not me. Well, not you, can get, my yes, house. you can get an apartment like off campus, no. but I'm pretty sure the room and board is the room and board, yes, whether you live you in the could, suite you, or you live in the cinder block room. You pick that. somewhere within 90 minutes and you come home and you sleep in your bedroom with your fire stick and your Mickey Mouse clubhouse and you like it. And that's it. Mickey Mouse clubhouse. And Bluey. All right. When we come back, a champ and a chump. The DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Only one letter separates them, but they're galaxies apart. One is a true winner. One is a pathetic loser. This is DA's Champ or Chump. Oh, boy, it's champ or chump time. My champ, and it was hit on earlier in the update. How about the A's? They've won two games in a row. They've gotten up to 12 wins on the year, and that's a winning streak, my friend. The Oakland A's, who are just dealing with basically this exit strategy of getting out to Las Vegas, 
At least the players right now have a little spunk. And how about beating the Braves? A pretty damn good team. I'll take it. A little embarrassing for the Braves to be losing games to the Oakland A's if you're a World Series contender. But simply put, the Oakland A's may be the worst team we've seen in forever. Guess what? Back-to-back -back wins for at least a week. I got to call you a champ. That's DA's champ. I'll handle chump. Uh, it'll be close to home here. The New York Knicks. They're making their own GM change. I think Chris Asilo has mentioned this. Scott Perry is not coming back as GM. But the chump is the Knicks don't talk. Yeah. The Knicks and their and their brain trust, their front office, have not had a press conference, I think, going back like more than a full season. They just don't discuss anything. And that's not how this works. You need to answer questions. You need to explain things. I assume... They'll have a conversation publicly about Scott Perry leaving when maybe they hire his replacement, but they might not because they just seem to think that they don't have to answer anybody's questions. So, the Knicks, chumps. That's DA's chump. Class is now dismissed. Ramona tweets in, and this is a really important tweet, I think, to the fabric of the show. Mraz, if you ever make it to New Orleans, don't make your brass band comment here. It's a big thing here. No second line parade for you. I agree with her. And this is where I kind of broad brushed it. What I mean and what I picture about going to a, brand ba a brass band festival is not like the fun marching through the streets playing the tuba type brass band. It's like set up on a stage. The boring, ugh, here we go with the tuba, the trombone. Not the party style brass band. Do you understand the difference, Bogues? Well, yeah, but you're assuming that this thing in Kentucky is not that. It's not the fun type, and you could be wrong. Maybe I am, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and I'll deal with it. But no, fun, I like a good marching band. Like, I like that. I just don't like, ugh, orchestras, all that stuff sitting up on stage. We get it. Trans-Siberian Christmas time. Who needs to go see that? The DA Show continues next, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.